everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. It is October 31st. It's Halloween 2023. It's hot as hell. We're going to mention our good friends over at Alan Taylor and Taylor Again? May Pools. <laughs> this is the second time we started this up. Okay. We're only one minute in and you freaked out. I did. Okay. Very emotional. At least it wasn't 45 minutes no, in. No, that's true. You've got a stopping. few of those. We've had a few of those. Exactly right. Anyway, it is hot. Man, it's a great time for a pool. It's a great time for jacuzzi. And this is why you need to call Alan Taylor and Taylor May Pools. Ask about available financing, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Uh, absolute perfect weather coming down tonight. Yep. Uh, feel bad for the motorcycle guy that just got flattened like a bug on the five, delayed my arrival. Son of a bitch. But I will tell you what it allowed me to do was put the windows down while I was in traffic. That's just nice. waiting. I was like, man, this is Do you go sunroof too? I don't have a sunroof oh. in the Sonata, but if I did, oh yeah, I would have been out. Nice. Just talking. Hey, what's going on? Uh, looks like a uh, smart ass up there on the bike. Looks like he's not having the best Halloween. All right. You be well. See ya. You know what I like to do? I like to open that sunroof, light yeah. up a heater. And just and, flick it? And I kind of just knock the ashes off of it oh, while, yeah. while I'm driving. Because yeah. I don't like to use the ashtray because I don't want to stink up the car. No, but fuck Boy, no. it's great. It's nice. Especially in weather like this. Oh, it's so good. And I don't do it on the 5, Dave, because that's a good freeway. But on the 15? Yeah. Matter of fact, out by Rancho Bernardo. I was doing it yesterday. It just felt good. It's beautiful. Having a big stogie. Beautiful time. And they, uh, it's great. People don't realize you can just knock the ash off right yeah. there through the sunroof. The wind will take care of everything. Newport menthol. I just, sometimes I throw it up and see if it catches the wind. Yep. Heads to the right. Oh, it's fun. Just follow it like a little firework. Um, but when you're not doing that, you're going to want to relax in your tailor-made pool. Alan's like, thanks. It's great. <laughs> thanks, you little pyros. I had nothing to do with that fire yesterday. Wink, wink. Uh, just sitting out there, have a little campfire. Oh, got away from me. Look out. What the fuck's the matter with me? I haven't been in a campfire since I was probably seven. Then all of a sudden, three o'clock yesterday. We should have just stayed with the first show. Uh, celebrity pool, we need one. I yep. told Dave on the show that you never got to hear, but it was really, really good, that we're going to do Sofia Vergara. Yes. Because she showed up today, and I just realized you know, it's a hard time for her. She's going through a divorce. I think she asked for it. Really? Yeah, I think she was the one that called it. Uh, but man, anytime she shows up in Instagram, who's not in a good mood? Everybody. Dude, I'm with you. She has stood the test of time. And I'll tell you what, when anybody sees your tailor-made pool, they're going to be in a good yeah. mood. It's a perfect marriage. So give Al a call, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Absolutely. Kyle Flug is your guy when it comes to websites. Don't forget, if you have a website you need to get in working order during the holiday season, Kyle's your guy. Don't waste your time any longer. Kyle can get everything going in the right direction. Look, he has done a great job on the website Jake's Projects. So, yes. Because yesterday was obviously, it was, a, it was a very bad day. But a lot of people are very nice, and they donated. And I'm going to mention a name on this show. You're going to be shocked when I tell you how much money they donated to Jake's Projects. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Devin, Mr. Plow. Mr. Plow is a great dude. I love that guy. Donated $1,000. Holy cow. How cool was that? Dude, that is really nice. Really, really nice. That was uh, that was the end of my evening last night, and uh, what was uh, a long day. 
uh, really Dude, made me go to bed great. with in a great mood. So uh, again, Kyle Fluger, this is about him, but man, he of course he was able to use the website he created in jakesprojects.org, but Kyle Fluger is your guy. Mithromedia.io is his company, 10% discount off services for customers if you tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Uh, it's funny, Dave, ironic that you mentioned Devin. It's such a good dude. He, I, and Kyle have been working on a brand new website. It's called howtofindbetterfriends.com. It's, it's really, we don't want to go too far down that yeah. rabbit hole, but I think it's easy when we met Devin, we looked at the people that he was hanging out with and we we're like, we got no time for this guy. <laughs> Look at the choices he's made. And then we realized. Show me who you hang out with and I'll show you who you are. It was one of those. No. What it meant was this guy was such a hero. Yeah. That he hung out with people that a lot of others wouldn't in an effort to bring out the most in them. That's true. I would not have had the courage to do that. Uh, his other website is how to tell your friend, shut the fuck up.com. <laughs> Well, that's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that. Uh, so I told you a couple of weeks ago, we have so many friends that use Kyle's service. And I yeah. mentioned my friend, uh, Catherine Reed. Yeah. Former attorney. Uh, my place now has her own firm and working with a investigative reporting team out of New Orleans. I get a text message this morning. Holy cow. We love Kyle. Awesome. And you will too. We've yep. talked about it. You need a viable website in today's world, no matter what you're doing. And Kyle does it better than anybody. Go to mithromedia.io. Check out the design development, management, and maintenance. Check out our page. Check out the Jake's Projects page. Yep. Find out for yourself. And like we said, shout out to Devin. Appreciate what he did. And then, yeah, look, uh, look for our two new websites launching. How to get your friends to shut the fuck up.com. And like uh, how to find betterfriends.com. They'll, like they'll be it. linked together. Yeah. I like it. We'll have links and, and all kinds of fun things we're putting in. There we go. All right. So it's been about a week since we did a show. Okay. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. At the same time as we do the show tonight, just wrapped up that the Rangers now have a 3 1 series lead in the World Series. Yes. A lot of talk, people are saying they aren't watching. All right. The oh, ratings dude, are. Fuck are okay. Well, I'm going to get into that. What a bunch I'm going to get dude. into that. Now, the ratings are the lowest of all time. Here's the deal. Okay. I'm going to explain to people it's not just that it's the Rangers. Yeah. Or the Diamondbacks. Ratings were always extremely high when TV only offered three fucking channels. Yeah. Okay. Right. And now they're streaming services and there's so many different ways to obviously get entertainment. So when they tell you it's the lowest rated national championship game, lowest right. rated World Series, lowest rated. Dude, it is different now. So you can't sit there and take it that you're the only one watching. Man, I'm the only one watching this shit. That's not the case. It's Major League Baseball. If you're a baseball fan, usually you're going to watch to the very end. If you aren't because you're hurt, your team's not in it. Like, fuck us. We, we are. We're hurt. Yeah. There are 28 p fan bases out there that are upset. But it's Major League Baseball. The difference to you and me, we obviously, we dropped this name, is Bochy's a friend of ours. We yes, are sir. super excited, the fact that the Rangers are doing what they're doing. But yeah, it, it, I understand fans who say it's hard to watch. But man, I'm, I'm watching. And it's not just because I'm a baseball fan or a Bochy fan. Yeah. How do you not watch the, the end of the story? Well, it's funny. I, I talked to my son on the way down here. And a couple of weeks ago, final weekend of the Major League Baseball series. Yeah. Or baseball season. It's a Saturday night. And we're at OG's out off of Ted Williams Parkway yeah. in East County. And we go out. It's the Saturday night. And Boach wins against Seattle. He clinches a playoff spot. Now, all he has to do the next day is win again, and they win the division, but they don't. The Astros win. 
And, and Jack and I were just talking about it. When you look at these two teams that are in this series, the Rangers had to go on the road and beat Baltimore. Yeah. Which they uh, started with Tampa. The race. Start with Tampa. We know what they're all about. Then they had to go beat Baltimore. 100 win team. Then they had to go beat Houston. Yep. And then you look at what Arizona did. Beat Milwaukee. Yep. Beat the Dodgers. You remember that, Dave? I think I do. Swept them. Beat the Phillies, who would beat Atlanta. Two on the road. Two on the road to win it. And then this series. Yeah, you know what? I just say this for everybody. Enjoy what you want to enjoy in your life. Read what you want to read. Go to the movies. Do whatever you do that that makes you happy gets you to the end of the day and who gives a fuck what anybody else other than of course me and dave um think because it doesn't matter it was such it was so fun tonight yeah and for tori lovello i mean they're just crushing him right bullpen game how do we get to the world series how do we get to game four and uh it was funny i had the rangers broadcast on the way down and they were saying Look, this game was 10 to 1 going into the eighth. Yeah. And the narrative for the Diamondbacks is going to be hey, all the momentum's on our side going into tomorrow. They go, all right, maybe it is. Rangers are up three games to one. Yeah. Rangers are up three games to one. Now, they're, they're, I know there are teams that have come back uh, down three games to one. Okay. But the Rangers haven't lost on the road. The Rangers, right now, they lose, you know, two key players, especially when they lose to Dallas. And you go, Scherzer's out. Look, you're lucky you even got what you got at Scherzer. Scherzer's never been a good post-game pitcher. Right now, things are shaping up really good for Texas. You know, not going to jinx it, but I'm happy where, where the Rangers are. I'm super yeah. happy for Boach. It is such a, a crazy story. That Put it this way, when we sat in these same seats mm-hmm. seven months ago, and Jeff picked the Rangers to win the, the American League West, and I looked at him like, "Yeah, all right, you're just saying that for the fucking show. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. And sure enough, they must win the West. They're about to win the World Series, you yeah. know, and I hope they 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 finish this thing out. It is the most <laughs> amazing thing for Bo, who was sitting there coaching T-ball a year ago. Yeah, taking shit from little kids. <laughs> taking shit from little kids. Won't eat their graham crackers. He wants out. <laughs> yeah. And here he is. It's it's just uh, so incredible. I couldn't be happier for him, for everyone that's a Boach fan. Um, again, here are the two stories I will tell you that people have completely fucked up because they don't know shit. One is Corey Seager never wanted to be a Dodger. He refused to negotiate a contract. Not saying at the yeah. time he was a Dodger, but the Dodgers went to him a million times and said, hey, let's talk about a contract extension. He never would negotiate. He wanted yeah. to be closer to where his family was, which was North Carolina. Okay. That's, it was moving closer. It was done with, with the Dodgers, whether it was yeah. traffic, organization, whatever. He never negotiated a deal. Bochi, everyone keeps saying, interviewed with the Padres, but the Padres turned him down. That, Where? That did not happen. This is the fan base. Oh, you guys don't know what you're stupid. talking about. Jeff We've has explained this on the show a million times. That's my point. Now, look, if you're hearing it from right now, me and you, Jeff, we know we're preaching in the choir, but when you listen to these people that will call shows and say, so how did the Padres blow it? It never went the way you think it went. That's just not right. how it went. Right. And, and if, if you really love Boach and happy for him because he was once a Padre manager, because guess what? Jeff and I used to host Padre postgame shows a bunch. 
Yeah. And we got a shitload of calls. It's time to fire Boach. All the time. All the fuck. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Remember the- yeah. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, this guy's fucking. We'd sit there on a Saturday night in the stadium in front of a it's crowd so- of people and fucking all these people. You got to fire this guy. He sucks. Dude, it's crazy. Um, like, I, I mean, I heard some dumb fuck. Who's this dumb fuck? The barbecue guy? Who the barbecue guy the other day on Ben's show? Oh, Diamondbacks win this in five. I'm like, this is why you don't put a blogger on. I know shit. But whatever. Whatever. We have a personal thought on that. And, and I'm kidding. I like anybody. That's an opinion. Can you really hate the Diamondbacks? Was that, was that the prediction? I yeah, didn't hear it. Dude. Said they're going to win okay. five. Said the Dodgers said uh, after game two, the Diamondbacks were done. Okay. Or the, excuse Rangers. me, Rangers were done. Now, look, as I just said to Jack, I think it was the NBA. Yeah. Where just recently Miami was down three to one against the Celtics, right? Yeah. And the Celtics looked great. They were crushing it, the whole thing, and Miami came back and won three straight. So yeah. I told Jack, I said, I'm not saying anything about anything until it's over. It's there you go. And and I'm excited for Boach. I like that he's got a Valdi tomorrow, but I'm not I mean, dude, Garcia's out. Seeger took himself out of the game tonight. Scherzer coming out doesn't bother me at all. No, me I love that kid, Duran, because Jack and I watched that kid hit about 11 home runs in <laughs> spring training and then hit two more against Oak or against the Angels when yeah. we were there. But weird shit happens in sports all the time. It does. And, and like I said, if it was just, if it was any Will Venable managing the Rangers, then yeah, we'd look at it and go, dude, what a story. Right, yeah. 28 games out, and they come back. They beat the teams we just mentioned, and now they're going to do whatever they're going to do. But this one, I, I was telling, I was laughing with Ernie about this today, and, and we were just saying, you know, going to the Marriott in L.A. and drinking beers with Boach and reading scouting reports or Padre Murphy's or all those different things, and... What I've said time and time again is he is just as good a dude yeah. as anybody you're going to meet. And it was very funny. I got a text yesterday from Julie Brownman, and she said, how many days did we just sit down there and drink Coors Light yeah. postgame? And so tomorrow night, uh, if they're able to wrap it up, Dave, we'll go get an ice cold Coors yeah. Light somewhere and, and send it to to Boach and to Ernie and to you and to Julie and to Katie and, and Crystal and everybody else that was kind of fun that he would let be part of that group and just go and hang out. And he never, never treated anybody different. This no. is why I could never stand the Chargers because Mike McCoy and all these guys could just never be a fucking guy. Yeah. They just couldn't be. Norv, nice dude, could never just be a fucking guy. Could never fucking relax. Andy Green could never be a dude. Bud Black, 100%. Coolest yeah. guy on the planet, right? Yep. And and Boach is just the dude. the Your neighbor. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't think uh, whoever. I, I was just fucking around earlier. I mean, pick, pick Arizona. It's fine. But uh, Boach is just different, man. He's pretty fucking cool, and he's been really, really good to a lot of people, uh, mainly me and Dave. And yesterday, I had the Boach jersey on. Did he really? Good for you. It's great. But now I don't want to wear it again because I'm afraid I'll jinx it. 
So uh, are we are we making the trip? I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. Are we making the trip to Cooperstown when he oh, goes in? Oh, hundred percent, hundred per. I, we should have gone for Tony. Yeah, we should have gone for Trevor. One hundred percent, and I'm bringing Jack too. Yeah, uh, Cade, no, you're. <laughs> but uh, one one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things too. I mean, I think next year, uh. Fuck, man. It's not like you can go see him here. Yeah. Because he's got so many people here. Exactly. Then I was going to go say, well, maybe go see him in Anaheim. Anaheim wouldn't be bad. Because even if you go, well, I'll go see him in Oakland, he's got all the friends from the Bay. Yeah. Right? But, uh, yeah, man, it, it's pretty cool. Yes, pretty cool. Is. And, I mean, I remember saying in spring training, can we buy Ranger gear? Remember that? Yes. When I was like, can we buy Ranger gear? Well, if we'd done it then, we'd have been fine. Now you can't. <laughs> but uh, but but good for the Diamondbacks too, yeah. man. Like I don't, I don't hate that team. This tells you a lot of pressure on the pods to get shit done. Exactly right. Giants yeah. are going to spend money. Uh, I guess I guess Melvin was on with Tony and Ello today. I want to hear oh, really? that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear it either. Um, but the Dodgers are going to reload. Yeah, the Dodgers are supposed to, to spend a lot of money. There are uh, they're, they're rumors almost every big-name guy that the Dodgers are going to go out and get, you know, guys who have a history of winning in the postseason, trying to change whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But it's it, it's interesting. Speaking of the, of the pods, you know, obviously the Major League Baseball doesn't like announcements during the World Series. Right. Do you think the pods name a manager before our next show? Uh, Well, our next show is, I don't even know when our next show will be. I guess uh, probably Sunday. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. I think after Sunday, it'll be a while. And I think, yeah, but I, this could take a while. You know what I'm more interested by, why, Dave? Why, why? Why? Let me ask you, why do you think it will take a while? I know it's not like they have a game coming up, but why do you think it will take a while? Well, and I saw Jimmy Russell post this today, and I didn't get a chance to listen. But they floated something really interesting that said, is there a mystery candidate in this? And I was trying to think today, when Tingler got blown out, Yeah, it felt like there were a couple of names. Ron Washington, if you remember, was not brought in at all. Yeah, And I, I meant to look at this today, but it felt like, Dave, there were a couple of different names that had been talked about, kind of thought might be in the mix for it, and then Bob Melvin came out of nowhere. That's right. And... So, I don't know who John and Jim got to, but there's a lot of just kind of weird feeling that maybe Skip Schumacher might be available. Because of what's going on, that, that obviously is an uncomfortable situation going on Kim in Miami. Kim and, and, yeah. and the Marlins. Um, if they did a double hire that way, you'd be excited? Oh, I don't who Double hire, how do you mean? Meaning you brought Kim Ng as your GM. Oh, she's and not, you brought, coming, she's you not coming Schumacher. to answer to yeah, she's not coming to answer to Preller. No way. That's what I'm going to ask her. These attractive jobs. Are either one of them attractive jobs? Uh, when, you threw that GM, when you threw that GM thing out there the other day, do you believe he's really looking to hire a GM? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. I don't know why he said that. Why did he just say that to appease the yeah. media? I yeah. have no idea why he said that. Yeah, he's full of shit. I mean, everything that fucking little weasel says yeah. is full of shit. Um. I hope we see that fucker at that holiday happy hour. Let's give him a look. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he doesn't want to see you. He's going to know what you said. 
Yeah, he'll fucking know. Get out of here. Are you going to go to the holiday happy hour? I was going to go, but goddamn coach tells everybody about it. He did that shit last year. He tells everyone where it is, when it is. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, bunch of dummies hanging out. Used to be fun. Just picture your company party and then 50 people that you don't know that work across the street show up and are just sitting in the food line. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? And you go try to see friends and you're like, hey, what's up, Walter? How you been? Who's this guy? <laughs> hey, what happened, Walter? Like, fuck. All right, well, I guess I'll see you later. I guess I'm sitting in the corner and talk to Ernie Martinez again. Yeah, and then you see Coach lumbering through there. Hey, what's going on? You try the deviled eggs? You motherfucker, no. Coach. I'm fuck. talking to you because I can't get to Bud Black, you asshole. Can't get to Johnny Boggs? <laughs> Yeah. All right, talk to Scott Miller. Hacksaw yeah. coming up to you saying, what have you heard? What do you know? Hey, what's up, Bubba? What are you doing? Buy me a beer? Buy me a beer, dude. That's what he would say. <laughs> right? Buy me a Keystone. Uh, <laughs> so what is that thing? December 1st? I'll go. Fuck. Are you going? I, say, I don't have- I say no now, and then I'll change my mind and say I'll go, and then two days beforehand, I'm going to talk myself out of it. Honestly, uh, God, dude, I can't stand that coach announces it. Yeah. It bothers it does it bothers me because it is a great time to catch up with a bunch of people with a great bunch of great stories. Right. But then people don't want to talk when they don't recognize the people are standing around them. Correct. Fuck. It's very troubling. <laughs> now, if you're a Patreon subscriber, come hang out. Yes. Well, why do you say it like that? Oh, I'm just saying, God dang it, coach. It's like it's the craziest shit. Hey, there's a secret meeting, but I'm going to tell you exactly where yeah. it is when it is. Yeah. Fuck. And I guarantee you we aren't the only ones that are just saying that, by the way. There are a bunch of people that think the same damn thing. Bernie Wilson thinks the same damn thing. By the way, when's Bernie coming in? Uh, he'll come in. Uh, l- listen, though. Okay. Let's cut to the chase. The people that are also saying it, they don't have to worry that there's a lot of people lined up to see them. Okay. Come on. What's the last time you used? Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> what's, what's happened to you? <laughs> you did it a few weeks ago. You yeah, dropped well, something I've never heard you ever say. Yeah, I hope I'm not talking out of school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you almost yeah. thirty years, and yeah. you've never used either one of either those things ever. Um, Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> I mean, really, I think a lot of those guys would be fine, right? Yes. Like, hey, I almost threw names out. Poor random people. Uh, the reason to just isolate? Yeah, go hang out. Do you want to talk to the guy from Chula Vista that calls uh, Coach's show every day? Yes. Kevin? Yes. You want Flash to talk to Kevin? Dave? Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, wouldn't you like to see what he looks like? Yeah, I kind of would. I kind of would. Maybe like. He maybe yelled at some woman today. Coach did. I was like, wow. What's he doing? Screamed at her. He, so, told, he got so mad at her because she said Trent Grisham's the right guy because he came through with some big home runs in the postseason. Well, well, he just lost John's his shit. right. Lost his fucking mind. Mm. You can still be respectful and tell somebody they're dumb. You <laughs> <laughs> should put that on a sticker. Too. Yeah. Um, it's always great to see Coach. Ernie yes. will be there. Dude, I saw Ernie today. You didn't see it because you were at work. Where'd you see him? He was on Price is Right today. Wait, 
Was he actually on the he, show he, he or was, was that? In, no, no. He was in the, in the crowd. Dude, hold on. I, I, while we're talking, I'm, I'm going yeah. to play this shit with the volume down. Okay. Because I okay. recorded it when as soon as I realized he was on. When did he go? Fuck if I know. day he called in sick. <laughs> you fucking figure it out. They don't film that shit on Saturday. Yeah, no shit. You go, you go ahead and figure out and look at a time card. Yeah, yeah, this fucking guy, dude, was literally called in sick to work and went to Price is Right. He's not on my team. I don't have to worry about it. Okay, special Halloween edition. Okay, so he, Ernie's in the back right, okay, when you when you look in the crowd. He's wearing an orange shirt. Dude, that is so funny. You can find Ernie because every time somebody bids on, like, fucking Rubik's Cube, he's on the edge of his goddamn seat. We'll show him in a second right after this. But he's... Ernie is so into it. He's the most into it guy in the entire. But crowd. he didn't get down to there the row. There is. See him top right, top left of the screen. Wait, top. Oh my god! <laughs> to look at him on the edge of his chair. Ernest it says Ernest on his goddamn sticker. When the hell did he go there? <laughs> I you sent something to me, yeah, and I, I thought said, look, I, that's right, I sent it to you and Ernie. I go. This fucking guy is on the edge of his seat bidding on a loaf of bread. And I think today... Look at it. Look how excited he is on her. What she's going to say. Look at this fucker. Like he's watching <laughs> the Masters. Fuck. We have a full eight hours worth of work for him to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he called it six. Uh, going the price is right. How about that? He didn't get called down? I don't know. I didn't finish watching the show. I was like, this has got to be kidding me. I think if he got called down, he would have let you. He would have told you. Dude, he didn't tell anybody that he was, uh, yeah. nobody knew. Yeah. Look at him up there. Is he up there by himself? I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I didn't even know. I So today they have, uh, Yeah. I think a lot of people probably, he's still Look excited. At him. Look at him. Watching himself on camera, egomaniac. This <laughs> is Ernest. Have you ever called him Ernest? I will tomorrow. Um, We had a Halloween contest today it was really funny people are really cool. creative in what they do i think 60 people participated and uh and he participated so i thought that was when you guys were talking about it i thought he had sent pictures somewhere no i went running work. down to the tv as soon as i saw him post that shit i was like wait a second this fucker's on prices right that's why I'm he posted a picture of him behind like the showcase thing yeah, right that's right but i think they probably just let you go up afterwards if you're in the audience yeah. and take a picture huh I'm guessing we'll we'll find out. All right. Well, <laughs> goddamn. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, no, I don't think. Uh, what we were saying, John and Jim. Credit to those guys. I don't know who they named, so yeah. I didn't get a chance to hear it. But they said, "Is there a mystery guy in there?" Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe it's Schilt. Maybe it's Ryan Flaherty. Right. What, I, what I, if it's Phil Nevin? Ah. <sighs> Personally, I like him a lot, so it's weird. I just don't know that you're any further along as a team. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, the thing that, that Phil brings that maybe was lacking last year yeah, is he's closer to the game than Bob probably was. And I maybe Phil has a better time managing the egos because, dude, you're not, you're not going to get anything over on Nevin. No, but at the same time, in the last couple of years, he was fired from the Yankees and fired from the Angels. You know what I mean? Fired his third base coach? Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah. I mean, and that wasn't an easy I, deal for Boone to get rid of him. That was that was a call from the up up top. That wasn't a Boone's call. Yeah, I to me, Dave, we've seen enough with the Angels, both in house yeah. and and as Have an observer. Seen enough with the Yankees. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to see third time Phil Nevin. I, that, that for me, I'm like, let, let's move on. I would take. I think it's Schilt, by the way. If it's not Schilt, I'd be really surprised. But I would go Benji Gill. Oh, I think I, like I, I think I would go Benji Gill. Yeah, I like that. He, as a player, people don't realize he's part of the 2002 Angels Championship team. He's been managing the World Baseball Classic team, the Mexican team. He's been yeah. had a lot of success. Um, I don't know. I, I if you and as a San Diego guy, if you're going to yeah. look at it and say that's why you bring Nevin in. But I would, I think Schultz probably the guy. The thing that scares me about Schultz, and you brought it up, and other people have too, that, hey, how many other teams have come to interview Schultz, even though he had success yeah. in St. Louis? Nobody. Yeah, and he's big on small ball, which obviously baseball's not into small ball. Yeah, uh, I saw Moises Alou mentioned yeah. the other day. That's kind of an interesting one. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have a problem with that one. With would, Alou? Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with yeah. Alou either. Yeah, so... Um, but do I think it's done by Sunday? No. Okay. I say yes. I'll go yes. With Schilt? Yeah. I, th- I think they named somebody by the by our next show. Yeah, which is Sunday. Mm. Yeah. I'll even go Friday. It's announced on Friday. Wow. Yeah, I say that soon. If the World Series is over. If the World Series ends tomorrow. Well, it'd be a travel day on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So they could go Thursday if they wanted. You can do it on the off day. Yeah, you can. That's what the, that's what the Giants did with Melvin and stuff. Yep. Uh, we'll see. But, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what, what obviously happens. I mean, otherwise, you're just kind of holding out for any kind of Padre news, and then you're going to have to wait till you know, winter meetings and everything else that things start picking up a little bit, what direction other teams are going in. It'll be interesting to see. Um, big story, though, over the weekend was uh, Matthew Perry. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. You know? and uh, up, man. Kind of, yeah, it is. I mean, it's always, look, 50s are too young to, to go. 54, right? yeah. 54 years old. And, um, yeah, no, very, very sad. And then, I don't know. You always think, you know, his situation, I mean, by himself, you know, again, he was on the, the right side of things when you look at his story. Yeah. And, I played pickleball in the afternoon. Yep. Right? And his assistant went to get him something. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that one that one hurt, huh? Yeah, that was, that was big. But, I mean, you know, obviously – you and I, it was weird because we were part of the KFMB family at the time when that show was so successful. There's so many things that went around radio that involved the TV show Friends. Yeah. They even played the theme song all the time. And they played it all the time on Star. Yeah. And what I remember about that is we were 7 to 10. And we had, uh, my roommate Laura and I lived in Carlsbad. And we had the East Coast feed. Yeah. For uh, NBC. Does NBC, hey, remember that? Of course. Will and Grace and Frazier and all those friends. I don't know if Seinfeld was probably Seinfeld right was in the Thursday middle. night. Yeah. And uh, so she would get home from work. She worked in Kearney Mesa. We lived in La Costa. She got home and uh, and I'd be home. And we'd watch Friends. Yeah. And then at 5.30, get out, because then I could get to Kearney Mesa by like 6.15 to get ready yeah. for the show. And it was just our Thursday night routine, man, to, to do that. But, oh, man, I, uh, such a likable dude. 
And I always appreciate people. I, I mean, you saw what he said in those interviews that he didn't want his legacy to be friends. He wanted yeah. to be that he helped people. But then I saw this thing yesterday. Did you see what uh, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen posted no, yesterday? So we were out Saturday. Jack Cade and I are out. And uh, my brother sends me the text. Hey, Matthew Perry passed away. And it's the link to the TMZ story. And somebody came out with it on Monday. Yeah. And said uh, people hadn't even been notified. Really? Family hadn't even been notified that... uh, that Matthew Perry had died. That's crazy. And because TMZ has made it known within the first responders, hey, if you get it to us and we're first with wow. it, you're going to get paid. And Wolfgang Van Halen said, oh, yeah, they paid off a guy in the hospital. And it was on the web before a lot of my dad's family knew. Oh, that sucks. Dude, what a yeah. shitty fucking way, right? Yeah. What a dirtbag fucking way to make money. Yeah. And you go, all right. I didn't realize that was it. And you go, dude, I mean, come on. Right. I mean, we just, you and I have both been through it. Yeah. And you lose a family member. It's incredibly difficult. And this idea that it's all over. And then, dude, the other crazy thing is they just started publishing yesterday the address. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, he's at ABC or 123 Main Street. It's like, holy fuck, man. What what happened to just yeah. respecting other people, right? That's crazy. And, dude, if, if I get in New York City, people are going and laying flowers down um, where, like, the apartment was, yeah. like, doing that, paying tribute. I get that. It's probably got a star on the Walk of Fame. I get that. But, God, just to immediately go right there. Oh, yeah, here's his home address. Man, uh, yeah. that just feels a little over the top. No, it's, uh, it's wild. Well, obviously, it, he was you know, extremely talented at what he did. I, I liked the line he, when he said he didn't want to be remembered for friends and yeah. more for helping people. Like he said, people would come to him and say, you know, I have a, a, an alcohol or drug problem. And he would say, you yeah, know, I will not only will I help you get clean, I will you know hold your hand the entire way. Yeah, a lot of people. That, that was that was big. You know, that was that was I don't know. I was, that was very admirable about it. But he was, from what I understand, he was so talented that whenever there were rewrites, the writers would bring him in. Like they said, for actors, that doesn't happen. Like he, his sense of humor and his understanding of the show was wild and then you heard the stories of him and the the quotes of him saying there were three years of the show he can't even re- remember that he was really? so fucked up yeah dude dropped down to 128 pounds yeah this is a i don't remember three years of that show i mean how talented do you have to be to pull that off fuck yeah really really hard yeah for those guys and having watched um having watched the uh reunion show and all that it was really cool, you know, but man, I don't know. I want to read that book, but uh, just so sad for him and, and all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, it's funny how many people I know that are 
younger, when I say younger, like kids who are 15, 16, who are discovering friends for the first time. Yeah. Or sort of watching it during the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, like friends. Yeah, my kids watched every episode yeah. like, that time. Yeah. And that they're watching where, you know, I'm kind of laughing about it, that it's a show that obviously stood the test of time, but man, was it extremely popular when it was on oh, TV. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You go to, what is it? Warner brothers. Yeah. And they've got the whole set put together. Man, it's uh yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. That one was a drag. Hey, um, circling back real quick to prices, right? Yeah. You know, the announcer on this show is a guy named George Gray. Okay. He was on our ESPN 800 show. Really? Yeah, he hosted... Did I saw this guy the other day. He's the, you know, Rod Roddy yeah. of the show. And he hosted at that time The Weakest Link. Yeah. You remember when yeah. we had that guy on? Yeah, that's right. I think it was ESPN 800. Yeah. Why the fuck we had him on, I have no idea. <laughs> Super nice guy. Yeah. But, like, I looked at it, I was like, that dude was on the show. I don't know, like, hey, here's George Gray. And people are like, well, I'm staying right in the car. I ain't going anywhere. I'll be, I'll miss the previews. It's fine. George Gray's on. Fuck. And just rolling up the window. Fuck you. I'm like, why? Why in the world did we book George I have no Gray? idea. No, no idea how that happened. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know that I had a number. Hey, do you want George Gray, yeah. the host of The Weakest Link? Yes. Of course we do. Don't fucking talk to us like we're dumb. Of course we do. You fucking asshole. All right, now I can see if I have his number on my phone. Dude, tell me of George Gray's number. <laughs> I'm Bill Cower for some reason. Do you, remember, do you remember Bill Cower being on the show? No. I think I would know that. Nope. I don't have George Gray. I have George Lopez. I don't remember him being on either. <laughs> George Lopez, I get. That would make some sense. Yeah, there have been... I, dude, it's the one thing I wish. I do have them from Free FM. Yeah. I have every... But you wrote everything down. You didn't put it in your phone, right? The numbers? The names and numbers yeah, of the I people. Yeah, just wrote everything. Yeah, you have like um, on a pad of paper somewhere. But somewhere for the free FM shows, I have all the topics of what we did, like the breakdown of every show. Do you really? Uh-huh. Why? It's with all the CDs. Okay. So it tells me on the CDs what the shows are. Got it. And uh, I got to think about it. Yeah, I've got every free FM show. Oh, that's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the Dave and Jeff library coming in, it's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, we'll have our, our archives on CD. Don't you have every, which show do you have? I have a on? shitload of KFMB tapes up there. I never listen to one. You know, it's one of those where, let's say we want to. Where's wanted, the ESPN 800 show? I have no idea. I don't know where that is. But, the, but do you have them? I don't think I have those. The KFMB ones, which I'm looking at right now, I've never listened to one because I don't think we would want to play. Like, literally, well, let's say we added them to the website. Okay. Yeah, be great though, because you say that, but I'm sure there's stuff that we said back in the day that we probably would go, man. I wish we didn't say that. Like Chris Broussard, (laughs) Chris Broussard today. No, we never, we never, (laughs) we never pulled a Chris Broussard. Oh, dude. (laughs) But like, I would call people. I'd call women out for their weight, just stupid shit that I'm embarrassed by now. But I wonder if like Ian Rose is on there. Ian Rose is on there. Yeah. 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 Ian Rose. KFMB. Yeah, guarantee it. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I because 
You probably have every show but the 9-11 show, which is the one I wish we yeah, had. Yeah, I guarantee I didn't record those. I don't think I gave a tape to the guy on the other side. Was that Alan Horton at the time? Or was it Brian Wilson? Oh, dude, that's funny. Yeah, Because he never ran our board, right? What do you mean, Brian? Yeah, he was only the update guy. <laughs> no, he ran the board. Brian Heap did first? No, Brian Wilson. No, I got it oh, yeah. up. No, no, Brian Heap was just the update guy, but that was only on weekends. That's before we started doing Monday through Friday. Fuck. We got him out of there. <laughs> Ran him out. TV guy. You worked out okay. You did okay. Hey, did you know uh, before, uh, one final thing, I would have forgot. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. You're going to tell me about Keith Morrison. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I was stunned too. Keith Morrison was Matthew Perry's stepdad. Since like the time he was one. Like he wasn't like later on in life. It was he was a little kid. Dude, that, okay. You want to know something weird about his dad? Yeah. When I was a kid, dude, young, man, like seven, eight, nine, there used to be a show that came on. Now, I don't know if it was here, but it feels like it was a national show. And it was a show certain people will might remember this, but it came on in the afternoon called Every Day. And it was like a very biracial cast okay but it was like a afternoon talk show kind of like the view or right kind of like the view but entertainment tonight okay a little bit um you know regis type thing but they were like i remember there being like four or five people and then the weird thing is they would sing the theme song like their theme really? song every day like it was very hokies uh, very hokey for that time his dad was the host. His no dad was the main guy. And so, again, when you're yeah. seven, eight, nine, right, you come home. Yeah. Like you talked about, you didn't have a whole lot of channels. Nope. You can only watch so many fucking Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And then this guy would be on, and they would, like, I just remember it was him. It was a woman. The whole thing. Yeah. But it's pretty funny, man. I think the show was called, like, Every Day. And, and you, know, you just see this guy every day, no pun intended, and then they fall off the earth, and then it pops back up. You're like, dude, that's a guy I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. And nobody, I guarantee you, nobody remembers that show. I don't know if it was here, but in Minneapolis, it would be on really? every day, like after school. Yeah. And his dad was great on that show. Well, Seemed like a really cool dude. That's interesting. Yeah, the Keith Morrison thing blew me away. I just felt bad for the family, man, that... that there were cameras out there with the lights taking pictures yeah. of the dad coming out of the house, man. You literally he had just been with them, right? They showed those pictures that they had been out the previous Sunday. And you're hanging out with your son and doing all those different things. And then as you go into the house, right? And yes. then you come out and guys are bang, 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 bang with the flash photography. Like, holy fuck. No, I can imagine. Terrible. No, absolutely. No, you can't. Can't. That's that's. That oh, but the one terrible. thing that cracked me up, I mean, were all the people that had starred with him in some like random episode that felt the need to immediately go to social media and post about their longtime friend. You know, when I appeared on episode twenty-eight, yeah, and I get it, man. We all go through it when you lose somebody and they've made a positive impact on your life. Yeah. But then AP picks it up. All of his friends have come to pay tribute. And you're like, oh, okay, that's good. Uh, Walter Smith. 
was in episode 28. He played the cab driver in Friends, and this is what he said. About Jesus. He like, fuck, I don't know. It just felt like people were making it about them. Hopefully yeah. not. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry right now. Look, when you look to make a profit after your home, and look, you can make a huge profit after your home right now because inventory is extremely low. Brian's your guy. If you're looking to sell your home, you're one of those people that's ready to make the move. Brian is your guy. At the same time, if you're looking for a home in San Diego County and you're worried about, can I find another place to live? He's also the person to talk to. Look, again, as we told you, inventory is extremely low. Why don't you talk to the best? Because this is the major financial decision of your life you're about to make here. Brian Curry is your guy. 619-251-1588. Down in Coronado all day Sunday is much... As I love so many places in San Diego, man, there is nothing better than Coronado. And hey, I'll give you guys all a really fun thing. We paid 35 bucks a person, went down Sunday night, and did the haunted tour of the Dell. Cool. Really fun. About an hour and a half. And the girl who leads the tour is just great. They take you all the way through, tell you the history of different things. Honestly, I don't think I'd apply there because a lot of people have died working at the deli. You walk through, you're like, God damn. In this back area, John the Barber died. Over here, Mike the Chef died. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's happening? I've worked a lot of places. Nobody's died at any of them. Um, but we hung out all day in Coronado. Okay. And it is. Did you get ice cream? No. Okay. We did. That's what right. you do when you That's hang out? Every day. Every time we go to Coronado. We go you go to Moo Time? We always, get, yep, we always go get ice cream. Um, No, my, uh, I got a funny story about Moo Time. Okay. Um, But no, we just, we hang out at Spreckles Park. And it is just, I don't know, man. It, it To me, that's the perfect spot in San Diego. You don't watch the Jets-Giants game? I did not watch the Jets-Giants game. Worst I heard it was great. sports of all time. Uh, after watching the fucking Raiders I, I, and watching Kirk Cousins go down, it was not the best weekend. No. But if if you've thought about going to Coronado, Brian Curry is your guy, 619-251-1588. Uh, my buddy Howard Freeze, for about one year, I worked on the island right before we launched the Dave and Jeff show. And my brother ran the Edward Jones office uh, right next to Danny's Palm Grill. And we worked right there on Orange Avenue. My buddy Howard Freeze owned a couple of businesses. Yeah, he owned Bull Shirt. Um, he had a deli and a restaurant, and then he had a smaller little place, kind of to the left of Bull Shirt. Okay. And he comes in and he goes, "Hey, this guy wants to buy this building, and uh, he's talking about putting an ice cream place in." And we're like, oh, it's kind of cool. But at that time, if you came out of Edward Jones and went two doors to the right, there was Baskin Robbins. Okay. Which had been on the island for 30 years. He goes, yeah, I kind of feel bad for the guy. I think I'm going to give him a deal on the building because he's doing this place called Moo Time. And I don't know, he's bringing an Elvis statue in and. I just feel bad because I'm telling him, hey, are you sure you want to do that? We got Baskin Robbins over here. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes good sense. Well, Moo Time goes in. Again, this is like 97, 98. And uh, 
I felt like within about six months, Baskin Robbins was like video <laughs> library. And we'd see Howard on a regular business. We're like, God damn. Who thought you could see the future, Howard? He goes, I know. I gave that fucking guy a deal on the building. Oh, my God. But, yeah, and now that guy has, yeah. I think he's got the barbecue place down at uh, at the ferry landing. Like, the guy's killing it. Yeah, place of course is so he is. fun. But I laugh every time because my buddy Howard is like, yeah, I told him, hey, man, Baskin Robbins is a couple <laughs> doors down. They're iconic here, but I think I'm going to give him a deal on the building. That's funny. So, yeah. No, I did not go to Moo Time, but I've been there in the past. You're right. It's great. There you go. Hey, also, don't forget about Dan Williams. Look, if you're trying to buy a home this uh, it's holiday season, look, interest rates right now are crazy. Will they come down? Look, drive up the demand of prices. At the same time, get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many others did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today. 858-688-6813, 1-3-858-688-6813. Now look, at the same time, other financial needs, that's a great call to make too for Dan Williams. He can look out for you. And look, if you have questions with finances, a lot of people are freaking out right now. I don't know if you saw Chick-fil-A is going up in prices. McDonald's yes. is going up in prices. Inflation is through the roof. It's a good time to call Dan Williams make sure you're going to be okay. Uh, Dave's right. Um, going Thursday... To Universal Studios. Cool. Celebrate Jack and Cade turning 16. We're excited about that. But you look, Dave, 110 per person yeah. to get in. Dude, When I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 50 bucks, right? Yep. 110. I mean, there's four of us. But you go, shit, man. By the time you're done with gas and food and everything else, closing in on 1000 bucks, yep. man. It's tough to do. And the, and the biggest thing that you have to do is borrow smart, repay smart. And it's those kind of things, the decisions you make. We were laughing about it the other day. You walk through Target. And Target, for me, is that one place where it's just so easy to do the impulse buy, right? Of course. Oh, hey, I walk by. You know what? I'll probably just grab that Harry's razor. And you realize, I got about six of them at home. I don't need a seventh <laughs> one. And look, Dan's plan, borrow smart, repay smart, is so important for you as you work to get your credit score high, you get your finances in order, so that when those days come up, and maybe it's your kid's birthday, or today it was Halloween when that costume that they want, right? Yep. Thanksgiving's right around the corner, then Christmas, all of those different things that you want to do for a family, you have to have your finances in order to do that, and then eventually maybe buy a car, buy a home. Dan can help you with all of it. 858-688-6813. Absolutely. Look right, bail bonds. So you want to talk to if you happen to buy a property and you want to rent it out and you have squatters and all of a sudden you lose your temper. Oh, yeah. And things don't go your way, like you're going to need bright bail bonds. They're your guy. No matter the situation, when you lose your temper, if you have a friend that oh. can't control himself and gets the cuffs on, you call Fabian, you call Miguel. Look, 20,000 bonds, you know that they've guys have things under control. They're available 24-7. Any jail time at all, look, in California, you make sure bright bail bonds are the people you call first. At the same time, they're extremely fast, and that's what you want. 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295. You think about all the decisions you make in a day, and I think all of us would agree, yeah, we're doing pretty well. We're winning. We make good decisions. Man, then you know those friends or family members that make one bad decision or continue to make bad decisions, and maybe they've gotten away with it in the past, but this particular time they don't, and somebody else is giving them a ride to their brand new 6x8 apartment, 
Yeah, guess what? They don't want to stay in their new apartment. Even though they get uh, three meals a day, they want out and they want out fast. That's why this number you need is 888-669-0295. Man, oh man, I hate to say it, but there were a lot of accusations that our friend Erica and Laura were running an illegal highlight gambling ring out in El Cajon. <laughs> Terrible accusation. My fear was that you were going to see it in the El Cajon paper. It turns out they were just having a hell of a pool party. Yeah. Guys were dressed up. Nobody was playing highlight. They were just dressed up as highlight players. But knowing those two, they should probably write this number down. 888-669-0295. Serving all the jails in Southern California. Friendly, professional, most importantly, ethical, non-judgmental, and as fast as it gets. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays. How old are they and how much are they worth? We have three of them. One, uh, two for November 1st, one for November 2nd. Okay. okay. We're going to go November 1st. We're going to go Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, 51. Exactly right. Nice. Good start. Thank you. $40 million. $25 million. All right. Probably with her husband. It's a lot more. Yeah, Wahlberg, right? Yep. Uh, Anthony Kiedis. Uh, 54. 61. Dude, really? Yeah. yeah. Same as Fleet. We did Fleet uh, the other day. Uh, I'm going to say 125. 155. Okay. November 2nd, speaking of friends, David Schwimmer. Dude, how about my punk kids share a birthday with that guy? Yeah. Schwimmer's funny. He was in my neighborhood growing up. Was he really? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, where was he next to Matthew Perry? Matthew Perry was 54. I'm going to say Schwimmer's, let's say Schwimmer's 55. 57. Really? Yep, 57. Damn, uh, dude, 90 million? $120 million. Nice. There you go. Five random questions put together by Josh. Boy, oh boy, what a highlight for him the other day on Halloween. He <laughs> was in New Orleans the other day. The one thing he said about New Orleans, yeah. never you would never want to live there. Like he was saying, if you're a pro athlete here, it would kind of suck. Yeah. He just says now he goes. Let's he, go down and visit uh, Lori and Skip. We got to go down and see Lori and Skip. Just, I they're, know they're in Baton Rouge, right? How far away is that? I think it's like an hour. Uh, see, that that wouldn't be bad. We can no, do that. That's my plan, honestly. Even though Josh went to Alabama, I'll tell you LSU is the best place to see a football game. Yeah. I want to go, and she'll know where to take us. Of course. You're going to get your finger bitten off by an alligator. Lori, you're gonna get, you're you gonna think get, Skip's going to let that happen to me? No, nah, Lori will. Fuck you up. She better start stretching. <laughs> that line always makes me laugh. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up. You better start stretching. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What does maniac write? All right. What's the, you'll like this first one. Okay. What's the best part about living with you? Oh, that's cool. Um, well, a couple of things. Okay. Number one, I'm clean. Yep. Always clean up. And I'll probably clean up after you just because I'm a little type A. Yeah. Um, Does that put pressure on the person you're with because you're, you're clean? No, I don't think so. I don't, I, don't, I don't keep a scoreboard. My memory's not good enough to do that. But the other good thing is you're always going to have, like, whatever you're looking to watch, we probably have it. Even though I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I don't watch Peacock. But we have it because... I watch it. Yeah. Different... Uh, Jack likes WWE. Yeah. I like Housewives of Miami. 
House what? Housewives? Yes, Miami. Yes. Um, I think we have Paramount Plus. I have but, it. Yeah. But you know, we have Sunday Ticket. You have Red Zone. Like yeah. most of those things, I just have it. Uh, goes back to Dan Williams. Borrow smart, repay smart. I budget for that stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I can run the grill. What's the best thing about living <laughs> with you? Clean. I'd yeah. say the best thing about me is I'm clean. I'm not going to leave a mess. Clean up after myself. I don't leave dishes out. All that stuff. The reason I asked that question about does it put pressure on the person you're with? As clean as I am and and my wife is, my son has taken it to another level. Yeah. Even when Josh is here, you feel like there's pressure. Like he's watching. Like I can yeah. literally eat something, put a bowl on the counter, not leave the kitchen, Dude. go to the refrigerator, grab a bottle of water. You're going to leave this bowl out? I'm like, that fucking leave the room? Like, yeah, give me a second to put it in the dishwasher. No, I don't. I don't. And so I always feel bad for his fiance going, if she wasn't like this before, it can't be easy living with him. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't care about it. Unless it's one of those things where you just got done cleaning the kitchen, right? Yeah. Like, and they know you've been doing it for 20 minutes, and then you come and just drop a bowl. Yeah. yeah, then I'm going to smash it into your head. Spill something on like, the counter after you just wipe the counter yeah, stuff. I'm going to go Roddy Piper with you. I'm going <laughs> to crack it right in your forehead. All right, here we go. I like this question. Okay. Do you believe if you were given the opportunity, could you succeed in a leadership role of a, your choice of your favorite sports team? Oh, yeah, 100%. Can you run the Raiders? Yes, 100%. I'll tell you why I could run the Raiders today. Go ahead. I'm going to fall out of my chair. Go ahead. 100% why we could run the Raiders more than any other team. Okay. It's a perfect one. For just what you just said, it's because we're the Raiders. Mark Davis has lost his identity. Mark yes. Davis is running that team like they're the Houston Texans. You're right. Or the Jaguars. You're right. And they're not. You are running that team and allowing a little pussy like Josh McDaniels, to run it. The Raiders never in their existence under Mark Davis's father played any game nervous. They never played scared. I was thinking the same they thing last night. They never played this back-ass football that Josh McDaniels is playing. Josh McDaniels should be out. Jimmy Garoppolo should be out. Yes. And Devontae Adams should be celebrated that you have a guy yep. that has Raider blood in him. And it would be the simplest thing going Couldn't agree to more. go find a guy as a coach and a GM that says, we, you know, the guy who really is the perfect coach for it's that team. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, no, he's he's shady. Jim's, yeah. But, you know the guy? It's, it's Raiders, right there. You, no, but I mean you, shady you imposed, in a bad way. You imposed your will on Dude, the other person. The kind of guy that you need to find is Dan Campbell. Because Dan Campbell runs the kind of organization that the Raiders would be. That's true. Which is fast, speed, fun, uh, beat you up football. Yeah. No, but, that's all that's true. And I could run it. Because as soon as guys like Norv... Norv? Please. Get the fuck out of here now! Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen? Fuck no. Gruden wanted to be a Raider. He's he's fake. Stolen valor. Josh McDaniels? No. Yes. You think we're going to bring in Dabo? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We're going to find somebody that's got a little swagger to him. You know who I'd bring in, but he's no longer with us. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite actors, Tiny Lister. From Friday. <laughs> okay. Okay. If they announced Jim Harbaugh, you wouldn't want Harbaugh? Nah. The Bears want him, too. Uh... Yeah, I heard the Chargers want him. 
Yeah, I don't think the Chargers would hire him. I don't think they go that yeah. way. Everyone's saying that the hot coach is the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Ben Johnson, right? Yeah, dude. Attitude. Absolute attitude on that yeah. team. Find a quarterback with an attitude. Find a coach with an attitude. That's what you got to do. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you at all. That's the thing with the Raiders always were. They impose their will. But literally, I'm watching the game last night going, so embarrassing. this team plays nervous. Uh, yeah. Crosby is a perfect Raider. He is. Yeah. He absolutely is. Um, what's something you can do without in 2024? Uh Getting text messages that said, Dave emphasized. Who gives a fuck? You're not 14. It's the point that I read their text and that I sit there and didn't want to give a thumbs up or a ha-ha. So I just emphasize what they say. And what what exactly do you hit to emphasize? It's the double exclamation point. Oh, boy. I I could do without all of that. I could deal. You could do without group texts? No, I don't mind the group texts. They're funny. But I don't need the message that Dave... Okay, just don't respond. We're fine. I can tell you what else I don't need. Yeah. I don't need people sending me screenshots of their own tweets. I follow you. (laughs) I saw it, okay? Hey, do you see this? I saw it twice the first time, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sending me screenshots. Let me get beat up. <laughs> Dude, that is funny. I'm like, what am I missing here? I think I saw this. Yeah. Well, apparently, whatever we did was wrong. So fix it. Oh, you don't fucking like it? I'm going to send it to you again. I'm like, who said this? It's you. I follow you. Oh, my God. That's Jesus funny. Jesus Christ. Could you? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, next question. Sorry. What's the best job in America? Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, What's the best job in America? Yeah, I got it. Vice President of the United States. You don't do shit. You know, really, you don't. You just wait just in case something bad happens. You don't have a lot of power. You're the ultimate yes man. Not a lot of thinking. Dude, I, I thought Billy Volek had it for a long time. Billy Volek. Being a back, backup quarterback is pretty dude, good. making right? That's true. Look at all that dough. Um, That's pretty good. Being a backup quarterback is not bad. Dude, I would say... Okay, let me think. Being like Case Keenum? Just going yeah. team to team every year? Yeah. I mean, being a... Being an elementary school principal in Coronado doesn't seem like it takes a whole lot of no, credentials. Not a lot of brains. <laughs> that's pretty good you talk about me using something from 30 years ago dude it'd be like even though i never really what about horton's job like an nba play-by-play guy seems like a job. lot of work it's a lot well watching him do it it is a lot of work one two is there's no always matter a how fan, many bananas he is yeah <laughs> there's a fan base out there that gets frustrated with you because your team sucks it's not the announcer's right. fault but they get frustrated with you right what i do the, that too i'm not joking i love mark grant mark grant sent me a great note yesterday but i watch as much as people don't want to believe it i watch padre baseball and i just shut the fuck up my, like i yeah. do that all the time 
And it's not Mark Grant's fault. He's one of the most beloved people in town. Mud can fuck but off. When the, t- <laughs> when the team doesn't play well, you don't want to hear it. Mud can fuck off. I called him today. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, is that your phone or mine? Hang on. Hang on. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Well, I'm not here. Leave me a message. And you're like, oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Uh, I didn't even leave him one. I just Good. left this long blank space really? and then just finally hung up. Fuck him. That's funny. Because I'm like, I'm right here. I'm like, oh, you dick. Um. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I, I absolutely got it. Any of these guys that are the special assistant to the GM. Yeah, no kidding. Right? That's a great one. You're making about. It's a lot of money. Right. So if I was special assistant to Mark Davis. Yeah. I probably don't need to be living in Vegas, though. No. But a lot of these guys, you just fly in for the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Padres have a shitload of them. Every major league team does, though, right? Yeah. Honestly, for me. I mean, do, do you think. Do you think that AJ's asking Mark Loretta what he really thinks? Um, I do think he relies. Like you and I like Mark Loretta a lot, but if I were to see Mark Loretta tomorrow, you know, in, in public and go, this is on you. What would Mark say? What? <laughs> what? Right? Can you imagine? Just, this is on you. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, Mark Loretta. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Like the, one of the nicest guys you're going to meet. Well, of course. No, but I like that. Can you imagine it. you pull that on Trevor? I know you got a statue and everything. You're in the Hall of Fame, but this is on you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you imagine just ripping the fuck out of Trevor Hoffman for no yeah. reason? It's, it's probably like uh, me ripping Eric. I don't know what part he has with any of it. He might not have anything. Get it together, Eric. I still keep ripping him. Fuck it. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. I think any of that. There was another one too. Um, I don't know, but yeah, something like that. Special assistant. I like the, that one. I like the that GM one. would be pretty yeah, good. Just a title. Yeah. All right, last question. Were you an asshole as a teenager? Yeah. Were you really? Maybe not as bad as my kids are. They're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Do you really think your kids are assholes oh, as teenagers? Yeah, I don't think fu- your kids are at all. Oh, they're fucking. Do you Overrated. Think, all right, who would say you're an asshole? Teachers or your mom? Oh, teachers completely. Okay. Your mom wouldn't say you're an asshole as a teenager? No, I don't think so. I don't think my mom would. Well, yeah, I used to crank call my mom all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have my own phone line. So I think I got my own phone when I was like 15. Yeah. So I'd call my mom all the time. She would never even think like, well, call his number. So I would just call the home line. Maybe it's like I just had my number put in when we had landlines. And I, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always just change poor up. Woman. Yeah, my poor mom, single mom. Uh, hey, is uh, Jeff there? Uh, hang on, let me check. It's like so dumb. Jeff. Jeff. No, I don't think he's here. Well, that's good news for us. Who are you? <laughs> Shut up. I got things to do. <laughs> All the time. Hey, crank collar. Yeah, she probably had no time for that shit. And then uh, I think she thinks you're an asshole. Cause we did, yeah, because we told the story how I broke my foot. Yeah. She told me to walk on it. And then on KFMB, she was so excited we had that show. And like, 
Uh, the Steelers, some running back from the Steelers broke his foot and yeah. they made him play the third quarter on it. And on KFMB, you said, hey, man, that's exciting. When's your mom become team doctor for the Steelers? <laughs> I heard that. I don't need that shit. Yeah, so perfect. Uh, yeah, completely. Anytime we could torture her, of course. Anytime. Dude, I still remember the first time I met your mom at, at her house in Cardiff. Yeah. Do you remember what, how you introduced me? Mm -mm. We walk into Jeff's mom's house in Cardiff, and his, your mom's in another room, or for some reason I'm thinking she was upstairs, but I don't know if you had two stories in that house. Yeah. Okay. King's Cross. And we uh, walk in, and you just go, hey, mom, I'm home. I brought that dumb Jew, Dave, with me. <laughs> <laughs> and she yelled at you for that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Look, I've learned my lesson. You don't hear any anti-Semitic shit from me anymore. It's all safe for the car. Um, okay, I think we're back down here Sunday night. Yeah, that works out. Does that work? Because yes, we'll does. do it Sunday, and then uh, Tuesday to Tuesday, I'm in Toronto, but then we'd be back here the 15th. That's fine. All right, so just hang with us. Uh, wish Jack and Kate a happy birthday. Absolutely. Um, uh, shout out to my man, Jake Palais. Miss him very much around here. Very fun sharing stories about him the last couple of days. There it is. Which picture, Dave? To my, it's, it's this it, one, right? No, no, no. Yeah, it's that one. It's that one back it, there. This, no, but this is the that's, one that showed yes. up at Bubba's garage. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So there's just, it's my favorite Jake story. I've laughed about it. Uh, yesterday was the five-year anniversary of when we lost Jake. And, and there's a great, amazing, like, fisheye lens picture of Alabama running onto the field. And Josh is right in the middle of it. And it's when we were doing the podcast from Bubba's Garage in the very early days. And this showed up. And you said on the podcast, "Yeah, this is the greatest thing I own. Yeah. You said it's my number one yeah. possession. And Jake... <laughs> What people don't understand is he was the absolute king of zero fucks given. Yeah, great one-liners. But he was the master, absolute master at playing the victim card. Always. Always. He would walk in there just to play the victim card with you every yes, night. Yes, because I loved it. It was just a constant abuse of Dave. Yep. Of how neglected Jake was, what a victim he was. But the funniest fucking thing that guy ever said to me is... This picture shows up. Amazing picture. It's here on the wall. Dave says on the show, this is my most valued possession. This is great. I love it. And Jake said to me, in, in, to me, in front of Bubba, you know, I had good days too, Dad. <laughs> and dude, I swear to God, it's the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. And I go, dude, Bubba and I, to this day, yeah. Dude, that fucking struck me so funny. He didn't mean any of it. Yeah. He wasn't neglected. No, not at all. He, he was the he, most he, loved but kid. That but oh my God, could he play that card? You know, I had good days too, Dad. You know and, what? You know what he used to tell you all the time too. I was thinking about this yesterday. He used to tell you all the time, "Hey, look at look at my dad's phone. Do you remember my my phone, my screen? Oh yeah, it was always Josh in an Alabama uniform on my phone. Yeah, and he used to go, "Of course, Josh is on his phone." He used yeah. to say that all the time. And then I used to say to him back, I go, as a parent, I go, you always put the the child that's not with you on your phone. You know, that. do you remember this oh, conversation? fuck. Do you remember that? He used to get, always get upset that he wasn't on the phone, that Josh was always on the phone because Josh yeah. lived in, in Nashville. But on my phone, I hate to say it, he's he's made it forever, you know? 
Jake's always on, always on the front of my phone, but Dude. that's, uh, that's, oh, you fuck. know, I mean, he, he got it, but that's, I think that there was a time that, when you that guys came all the time. And I think you came down one time and I had put him on mine. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> just to play the game. But, uh, I, I know, Dave, I hope you know how many people just yesterday. Yeah, I didn't answer hardly anybody yesterday. Um, and that was, that. sorry, if I if I didn't get back to oh, you, it wasn't because I was being a jerk. I just w- it was not a good two days uh, around here the last couple of days. But uh, thoughts, yeah, I mean, with the Palais, and he lives in our heart. He will live in our heart. We'll continue to tell Jake's stories and kind of how we closed out. Thank you yeah. to everybody. Absolutely. Especially uh, D-Man, Mr. Plow, for yes. your continued support for what we're trying to do with Jake's projects and try to make a difference. Uh, and this maniacs uh, uh, for his legacy as we extend it out. And Dave, he'll be with us forever. So we'll always share those stories. But uh, hang tight, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Thanks. So how crazy is this? We end the show. And just as we end, Dave, it's the greatest night ever. God bless you, Jake Palais. Jake Palais Jake loved the Raider Raiders. Fan. It was. And he did it for me. Because he knows you're a sellout. You went back to being the Chargers, and he said, God damn, I got to do something for Jeff. He would say, of course my dad's root for the Chargers. Of course he would. His brother's team. His brother's team. <laughs> God damn you, Dave. <laughs> Stop playing favorites. I'm so excited. Raiders owner Mark Davis tonight began informing select members of the organization that he had fired Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, and now he's become the first NFL owner this season to fire both. Oh, my God. I'm probably going to cry on the air right now. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Who's going to step in as the interim coach? Does it say? <laughs> Rich Passaccia. They bring it back. Is Bob Melvin available? Uh, <laughs> it's the first time ever, Dave, that we've ever come back on to just do a few minutes. Uh, I'm, I just, I'm literally so excited because I, I didn't know. I just felt like McDaniels had to go. And it goes back to what we just said 10 minutes ago before we saw this. You got to go back to being the fucking Raiders, man. You're not the New Orleans Saints. Stop hiring pussies. Find somebody with that attitude that knows what it means to be a Raider that will go into that locker room and tell them, you wear the coolest uniform in the NFL. Yes. I don't care about the 49ers. I don't care about the Cowboys. I don't care about anybody. And sadly, even the Vikes, you wear the best uniform, act like it. Either you're in or you're fucking out. Bring the attitude back, man. Best thing that happened to this team. Look, Josh McDaniels, I was one of those guys that hung on longer than most thinking, hey, if you get him the right players, the right quarterback, it's going to work out. You can't have Devontae Adams catch one ball after they have a players only meeting. You can't have Max Crosby sitting there, obviously disgusted. And he's breaking his ass every single night. Here's the deal, man, for the Raiders. It's exactly what they needed. Good for Mark Davis for actually pulling the trigger. He could have gone the easy way. But for the fact that the the Raiders, who would have been lost for the rest of the year, are saying, right. this isn't how things are done. We're going we're gonna to say it's, it's October, and we're going to fix this right now and then worry about 2024. But you got to do it heading into the rest of the season by telling the locker room it's not okay. Uh, here's the official statement from the Raiders The Raiders have relieved Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler of their duties as head coach and general manager. After much thought about what the Raiders need to move forward, I have decided to part ways with Josh and Dave. I want to thank them both for their hard work and wish them and their families nothing but the best. 
That, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Take that. No, you do not keep the shirt. You don't keep the duffel bag. You don't keep the shave kit. You don't keep the moleskin. None of it. It's all, give it back. Give it back. Um, dude, I cannot tell you how excited I am. We just talked about this. Yes. And I honestly, Dave, I didn't know if Mark Davis had it in him. But it's the one thing his father would have done immediately. 100%. Is get him out of here. Yeah. And, I'm surprised a little bit that Ziegler went, but when you look at their draft, I mean, it's the, the Raiders have been terrible, yes. terrible in the draft. Mike Mayock was terrible. I don't know how much John Gruden had to do with that other than Max Crosby. Josh Jacobs, yeah, good. But the mid-range guys killed him. You couldn't even figure out how to use Hunter Renfro, and all Dude. you had in New England were guys like Hunter Renfro. Right. Josh McDaniels sucks, and yes. he's a pussy. That's the number one thing I can say about like that guy. Use that quote instead. Instead of wishing the best, his family Dude, the best. Josh, Josh McDaniels was a pussy. He was a complete fucking pussy and did everything wrong about that organization. There is an attitude that doesn't seem like it would find uh, be that tough to find. And like I said, you're not going to get Dan Campbell out of Detroit, but you need to kind of find that guy that has that ability to relate and is not when you're down 24 to 3 on the road going to kick a fucking field goal like Josh McDaniels did a week ago. What he did last night embarrassed the brand and embarrassed the legacy, and he gets run the fuck out. Yeah, it's amazing how many things he did Wrong. Uh, in primetime games that were yeah. embarrassing. Well, the Steelers on, game was a disaster. Yeah, because, Dave, you're there in Vegas. It's yeah. what we talked about. If you're the networks, do you really want to go to Cleveland in December or do you want to go... Uh, to Vegas, and I get last night was in Detroit. Those guys earned that, but oh, it's fucking great! First time ever. But I told Dave we got to go back on because people are going to be waiting for us to say it. I can't wait to see. I just don't know who he goes to. Right? Is Ron Wolf going to come in and help <laughs> find the right GM? But the idea that they fired everybody today is Good. perfect. Hundred percent. I'm in. So uh, Dave will try it again. We'll see who's there when we come back on Sunday. Perfect.
better go away A positive video game put a smile on my face That stop sign was paralyzed But I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV A Californian cuts their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard I 